We're learning Sefer Bayamdar Kecha. We started the first piece on Elul. We are now holding on page Memches in paragraph Hey. Uh, just for the sake of people that might be listening to the recording separately, even though we're doing it all at the same time, we'll give two words of introduction. We were asking, we were asking about what is the Mahus of Tshuva? What is Tshuva itself? And we discussed that many people start making a cheshben nefesh, but not so much of a cheshben nefesh, a cheshben of meisim. They start they start looking and itemizing their mitzvahs, their various, the shalts, thou shalt nots, what they're doing right and wrong. And we took a step back and we redefined tshuva as saying that no, tshuva is essentially a relationship. And we're gonna, we'll, we'll mention at least two ways of thinking about um, using that approach. First of all, as a practical matter, if we think about everything that we should be doing, we could start with the Shulchan Aruch. A person is expected to keep the entire Shulchan Aruch. Leave, leave aside any uh, any uh, extra chumras or stringencies or ways to work on ourselves. We have to be keeping 100% of halacha. Now, if a person starts off with saying, I'm going into Rosh Hashanah, I'm asking Chodesh Baruch Hu to invest me with a year of life, uh, and therefore... I need to be perfect. HaKadosh Baruch is giving me resources, and all of those resources need to be used for the proper purpose, or else they're going to be taken away. Because nobody's perfect, the question only becomes how imperfect we are. We're setting ourselves up for failure. We're setting ourselves up for atzvahs. We'll get in a second. We can't wait to say that we're justifying Averis. But as far as practically speaking, using that as a method for tshuva, it's going to be very difficult if you do 100% above and beyond in a way that I can't even really translate into actionable steps because it's going to be so far so far of a gap beyond where we're holding. When you push something too hard, too fast, either it snaps back into place or it breaks. And therefore, it's just a question of atzvahs, which was going to result in lethargy. Uh, we're not going to end up working on ourselves if, if it'll, it'll collapse immediately or to fasta merubah like to fasta. So there's that question. That still doesn't say necessarily that it's wrong. It just says that it's not going to be effective. The real thing we started discussing was that Shuva is essentially a relationship. Now, when we say that it's a relationship, disclaimer, and we said we said this several times, and we'll probably say it several more. That doesn't mean that I can just concentrate on talking to Hashem and having a lovey-dovey relationship and not focusing on Maisim at all. That would be the equivalent of saying, I'm an intellectual, I'm an academic, I'm going to learn the laws of physics, and I learn all about fire and heat and things like that. And yet, when I'm when I'm standing by the stove and I there's a frying pan on the fire and I move it aside with my hand and it's red hot and somebody says, well, you know, th- that was incredibly stupid and dangerous, don't you don't you have a PhD in physics? Didn't you learn third grade third grade principles of science? What that really means is that you didn't have you know intellectual honesty. You didn't integrate that information as being real. A person that's working on the relationship with Hashem and it does not translate into actual ma'asim. It means his relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Taira Yisrael Barais of Chadhu. That the Taira is a reality. It's the fabric of reality. It means that you're not really relating to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and that relationship in the proper way. So by definition, as a a simon, right? If if what we're working on does not result necessarily in a uh, in a cheshben and nefesh and a process going through meisim in any in any regard, the truth is is that it's 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 just not real. Having said that. When when we're looking at our avoda, it, it has to be framed necessarily so in terms of our capacity. Where are we holding? Are we doing a hundred percent of what we can? Now that's something that's accessible to everybody. A person who has to realign their goals, their priorities, 
Ishkafi Mahalo, a person has to realign what's important. Who are the people that he looks up to, right? Is he looking up to, uh, just for sake of, an, uh, you know, uh, giving a muscle? If a per- if a person is looking up to sports players or music stars, even even Jewish music as their heroes, these are the people that to them are celebrities. And a person who's a Tamil Chacham, who is breaking his midos, who's working on on himself, a person who's learning, it's a hush of a thing, but they're not at the level of celebrity, then that, that, that shows where they're holding. It shows who they're look up to it shows you know what's really considered what's really considered uh, an area to shoot for and what's true hashiva so we come to a Kodesh Baruch Hu and we redefine our ambitions our goals what we feel is important what we're working up to that could be tremendous simcha that's not atzvus I am holding exa- I'm doing exactly a hundred percent of what I need to be doing part of that is redefining where I am in terms of a fork in the road now a even one inch over on a fork in a road can end up miles and miles and miles apart from where I would have otherwise been you know a week from now a month from now a year from now but my go- my job right now is to take a step to the right on the fork in the road which is only an inch over from the left maybe it's very small kabbalas it's a, but it's to take a small a small step in the right direction but relationship based for the right reason the the essence of tshuva is be'etzem the relationship go back through the first year if you're not just going straight through and in that way it makes it actually much much easier why so one of the examples that he gave by the way is let's say a father whose son has you know taken a left turn gone the wrong direction and the kid comes back to the father and he says you know part of the reason that i'm doing all these things wrong i i i can't even go through them but i you know i i did not have the right priorities and just gives that father a super tight hug everything else melts away now obviously it was superficial if the kid doesn't change anything the second that he releases that embrace but if the if the kid is in line with with, with what he's really saying that hug is the chuva and then that will necessarily result if it bleeds into his attitudes his day-to-day behaviors that will result in a thousand actions if a person comes and they just start going, I did this wrong, I did that wrong, etc., etc., it's a never-ending list. It's not it's it's not one shayresh that has a thousand leaves growing off of it. It's just a never-ending list of individual details that are not going to be able to be addressed. And and even if a person did and it became mechanical, it doesn't even necessarily reflect the change in the change in relationship. It's like a person who who uh, has a negative, whether let's say they overeat, whether they, they're doing uh, some other type of a wrong behavior and they put themselves in a situation, they just withhold food from themselves. In the short term, they can lose weight, but if they never address the shirish of whatever the behavioral problem is, it'll come back later. And even if they tr- sort of, you know, just basically by brute force, force themselves to shift behaviors, uh, they, they've never actually fixed the underlying the underlying problem. It would be like putting a you know a fix on a tooth, but if there's decay underneath, it's just a matter of until it comes to the surface again, or just require constant fixes. But there's no real underlying change. The chuva is the underlying change, the relationship change, and then well, everything else is going to feed off of that. Okay, now we're in paragraph hey of of uh, this piece, and then we're going to finish up. Uh, we're going to finish up the piece now. It's not. Uh, it's not uh, uh, super long. Paragraph hey is elo dalsos hamelech pesuchos. The doors of the king are open. Nothing stands in the way of tshuva. Kadosh Baruch is always waiting for us to do tshuva. What's special about elo? There's something, there's more access, there's more access to tshuva in Elul, right? A lot of times a person might be able to identify, understand, there's ways to get in, into any situation, a deal, a relationship you have to push, but when there's 
visibility, when there's access, when you can identify, there's a greater gilui in Elul where the, the doors of the king are open. Perhaps we also have more visibility into our actions and uh, into HaKadosh Baruch Hu around the world. There's Siyat HaDishmaya in this regard. Ki why? Ki hayamim hem ava v'korva. These days are days of, think about it just in terms of person-to-person relationships. People, if I want to get close to you and you're in business mode or you're in discipline mode, there are people that have an underlying relationship and ava with this person, but it's more difficult to, to develop when there's a different, there's a different vibes in the air. Elul is yimei ava v'kirva. B'chol ha'chodesh ha'chodesh hazeh, dal soiz heichel ha'melech pesucha, is v'chol yehudi yachol b'kal ma'oid, l'is kariv belibo od v'odol avivatov. El, there is a system designed, this is not subverting the system, HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed a system where there's tshuva, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants the rishos to die, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants the sins to die, not the sinners. The Be'etzem, the system is designed for us to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for, for there to be malchus in the world, for Klal Yisrael to be representing Hashem in this world, and for Hashem to be able to give us, because the greatest giving, is for us to have Bechira and earn, and, and earn our reward, etc. So there's a complicated system in place where there's good and Taiv uh, and Ra. However... The real purpose of the world is for us to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, since there's a system of Taiv and Rav, which means Bechiru, which means that it's 50-50, that means that people will take uh, take a wrong turn sometimes. So therefore, part of the very system itself is for there to be tshuva. And it could be, you know, B'makom Shabali tshuva omed, that after a person has a fall and gets back up, they'll actually be in a closer place than they might have been had they not have the fall. Not that any of us wants to have a fall because there's other consequences to the the negative things that happen. So it's a complicated system. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to come back. Now, if we just go through a place where it's always 50-50 and it's always Bechira, there will be people that that Baruch Hashem, there's Zoycha to see the good even through the the darkness and they're able to... have his iris. However, many people won't. That's not a system that's going to work long term. And therefore, Hashem put it, well, I'm going to suggest, Hashem put into place certain times where there's just going to be this extra clarity, this extra boost, either for people going in the wrong direction or for people to have a boost when they're already going in the right direction. And there's there's an infinite amount of clarity, an infinite amount of closeness that we could have to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Elul is that time for us to take advantage of, right? Today is Yud Elul. We're only one third of the way through, the way through Elul, and then ultimately the Sarasimit Shuvan and Kippur, and then by Ne'ilah. This is the time, as much as we're going into a time of Yayim Adin, these are Yemei Ratzayim. Ki asmana zehu asmana miyuchet shekol doidi doifek pischili. Just reading from the, uh, in the bottom of the article, Tanakh. Throughout my slumber, he issued daily warnings through the prophets. See, Yirmiyahu. Do not cause me to depart from you. So this is Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu wants us to do tshuva. Mitzad sheni anachnu tzayikim hachsirenu b'tshuva shleima lefanecha. We're screaming out hachsirenu b'tshuva shleima lefanecha. Just to uh, a, a little bit of a side point. So how, how do we reconcile this this dynamic? On one hand, it's it's love. On one hand, Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to take us in. On the other hand, we're screaming. I'll tell you just we're going to sukkis anyway. Yerachisanim. 
Uh, I heard once from Yitzhak Berkowitz Shlita. He, he, the way that I remember at least on a, on a share I heard years ago, said Sukkot is really the holiday of Simcha. Simcha's based Shoeva, etc. If there's anything that uh, any yomtiv where we should be benachama benachas, it's bad some Sukkot. And yet when we say Hoshanis, we're screaming out Hoshana lemancha lekenu Hoshana lemancha barenu. We 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 we're, we're almost at a loss. And the way that I remember him explaining it is how do we reconcile the idea of Simcha with the idea that we, we seem to be f- falling completely, throwing ourselves at HaKadosh Baruch Hu? He said, when it comes to Emuna, when it comes to, let's say, Bitochan, I'm very good at what I do. In fact, I'm 80% effective. That's inc- I'm 90% effective. If, if I rely on myself, so then that really means that, listen, 10 or 20% of the time, I'm going to fail. I can only be four-fifths, 80% confident. I can only be 90% confident. Once I realize that I'm at zero and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is 100% in control, it might actually be that things don't work out the way that I might uh, that I might otherwise prefer, but things are working out a hundred percent of the way that they're supposed to work out for my benefit. So once I throw myself at a kaddish baruch Hu and I say, "You know best," and I'm going to give you a hundred percent of the control to the extent that I am making this plea, to the extent that I'm desperate, to the extent that I realize that I'm zero percent in charge, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so Hashem says, "How do I? How do I? If I'm zero percent?" How do I have any control? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling me exactly what to do so that the appropriate result that's 100%, right, that then I could be Basimcha. If I'm 90% good, then I can't be 100% Basimcha Benachas. There's always a 10% chance. 10% is actually a lot. If I'm 0% in control, that means a Hanshem is 100% control, then what's, how, do I, how do I approach with utter throwing myself at a Kaddish Baruch Hu, utter mancha. Once I do that, so then I can be Menachas because now I'm able to give over the reins and sleep 100% good. This is some Kapitel Tehillim that David Amel says, I think number three or four, he says, I give over the reins and then no matter how much trouble David Amel was going through, he's able to sleep soundly. Why? Because during the day, it's his Ishtadlis. At night, he he gives, because why is it's his That's what he's supposed to be doing. He's fighting wars. He's running away, whatever he's doing. And at night, he gives back the reins and then he can go to sleep. I've done my job, and now it's up to you, Hashem. So over here, we're balancing also. On one hand, it's this incredible time of love and warmth. On the other hand, we're screaming out, Hashem. Now back to a point that we started originally. Sometimes Elul feels like Katniss. I'm revving up, I'm gearing up. I went through a whole summer, and now I'm coming into Elul. And yet... Sometimes it's not going to meet my expectations. There's there's other issues. I mean, especially if we go back if if we go back to the original approach about just sort of going hand to hand combat and everything that I'm doing right and wrong. But even like this, sometimes El seems like a time of distance. Whatever exactly this means, this seems to be a concept. A concept that's actually in brackets. That's a little bit beyond us, but that we would be overwhelmed with the R. That the outer, maybe he's saying, and I don't know, that once there's R, especially if a person's not holding by it, you can get involved in other hype and just uh, and just uh, my sim and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and I'm going to be turned on by it and the person might actually not turn inward. So it has to be tempered. Maybe that's what he's saying. 
Again, this concept I think is is very lofty. I think it's probably indicative of things that are deep beneath the surface. But in any event, this is part of the system that an L is designed perfectly for us to accomplish the goals that we're discussing. So this is not just sort of like a plan B. Part of Elul is designed also that there is going to be almost some chayshech and katnas there. So what's our avayda? Lizgar shishem isbarachi tanu gamba chayshech. That our Kaddish Baruch Hu is with us. Also in chayshech. And to strengthen our ne'amonis behim. Otherwise, what would happen? I would get turned on by the R. I would get per- turned on by all the positives. And I would still be left saying, listen, half of my avoda is going to be light, half is going to be chayshach. There's rotzai v'shayv, there's ups and downs. All that I might be doing is strengthening my connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and avoda in the light. How am I going to strengthen my 100% commitment to avoda and Hashem in all the rest of the times of chayshach, perhaps we could say? Right? How am I going to strengthen my 100% commitment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu regardless of circumstance in life? That actually is better strengthened when there's a time of Ava, but it's in Yetzer. Otherwise, the poison and the Shekhar of the Yetzer will never be addressed. I saw a recent, uh, maybe yesterday from Rav Yerucham, he was talking about the tremendous amount of R in Chayshech. One of the examples, he gave, or similar to this he gave, is sometimes electricity has, electricity has, uh, 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 obviously there's a uh, light over there, what about a wire that's a live wire, but it's not touching anything? There's no clee for it. Is there air in that wire? A thousand percent, right? If it touches something, all of a sudden there will be a tremendous amount of shock. There's air there, but there's no giloy. There's actually a ridiculous amount of air, maybe even more so in chayshach. The, the, the giloy depends on the clee. But the chayshach is where we haven't de- developed ourselves. So when it comes to Elul, we're, it's not even we're trying to develop R that's not there. What we need to do is develop ourselves into a kli to relate to the R that's in the chayshach. To speak to Hashem and not to weaken in this area, until we can develop this connection, bring the gilu of the light again. But it's not because there's no, if there's any reason for the chayshach, it's because there wasn't the kli. That's our job. That we have to strengthen ourselves. So this was this was in brackets addressing why really Elul is uh, you know perhaps referencing that despite all of this we just had Elul's tremendous amount of time of closeness. Why there seems to be chayshach over there, but onward. There's a desire. It's a two-way street. There's a desire that for us to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and from Hakadosh Baruch Hu to us. It could be that we have to take by a very small step. We have to take the first step. All we have to do is make the step of but that's relationship based. It could be that it takes a small demsirus nefesh. Again, the kiyam of that is in an action. The, 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 the start, the ikr of this avoda, Pnimius, is Tfila is living with our Kaddish Baruch Hu, 
paragraph uh, footnote Lamed Hey Ula Hargesh Es Hashem is Baruch Zeichem Beikar Aidei Ribu Edibar Moiz Baruch Besicha Mitoich Halev Speaking to Hashem, it's a lot harder than it sounds actually, right? You'd think I text with people all day, what's on my mind? I talk to people all day. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's shorter. But it, I, I, I'm able all the time to speak what's on my mind to people. Why should it be hard with Hashem? Sometimes it can actually be hard. It takes a lot of practice, and sometimes I could tell you even for myself. You know, one of the tremendous amount of uh, tremendous giluim of of Breslov Taira is the way I understand it, is that Torah and Tefillah go together. A person could take anything that they're learning and turn that into a turn that into a Tefillah. Ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help you in that Indian. It, 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 it introduces, uh, there's a lot of depth there, greater than I can speak to. It introduces an attachment to Torah, an integrated attachment to Torah, the ideas that we learn and, and translating them into practical steps in a totally different way. When a person turns their Torah into Tefillah, they daven about these things, incorporating it into their life, understanding it, being able to think a certain way. If you're learning the Likute Maran, Likute Tfilis, they match up to, uh, to, to to the Tyras. If a person takes the Tyra the, the that they're learning and then they, they say the Tfilah, they go through the Tfilah, it's actually very profound. One thing that I find that helps is take the Likute Tfilis and if you look in the one they just reprinted in English, beautiful print, Look, even even if you're not learning that Torah, look for a topic that's something that pertains to you, and you could almost just use that paragraph, even if you're not saying the tefillah, look through the paragraph, look through the words, and then use that as a platform to then shift into your own language, right? So there, there are ways that you could use things as starters, right? Sometimes when you bake bread, you have a starter for, for, the, for the yeast. That it says uh, through the standardized text that we have, all of one's desires, all of one's hargashes, speak to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Just tell Hashem about your day. Doing this allows you, even internally, do the types of things that you would do if you believed Hashem was listening. You know, to say that we all believe it. We're all Bali Amuna, are we? So then we won't. We we would be doing this automatically. Do the types of start off like this. Say, if I believe that Kaddish Baruch Hu is listening and wants me to talk to him, and this is what he's waiting for in, in order to change it. There are people that do all sorts of things. People fly to all sorts of kvarim wherever they are for Parnassa. If I believed that benching out of a bencher would be a school for Parnassa, would I wash more often? You bench. I'm not saying it's the greatest benching in the world. Hopefully, it should take a long time. Benching could take two. It's time yourself as fast as it goes. Two and a half minutes, three minutes, let's say. Right? If I believe that benching out of a bencher as a starting point would give me a school of Pranasa as powerful or more as spending $1,000 on a flight and going someplace and saying half of Tehillim over there and taking two days off, three days off of work, how would I relate to benching? So we see these, these ideas. Do I believe them? If you believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is listening, do the types of things that you would do if you believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is on the other side of that phone. Or a conversation. This is very precious. With this recognition that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is listening and loves him. 
When a person learns, and this learning is coming from a recognition, I relate to Kaddish Baruch I go through the thought process, I go through the Yud Gimel Midas, I go through how the drushes work. I go through the, how the Gemara is learning up the Psukim. I go through a Rashi on Chumash. I go through a Ramban on Chumash. And I see that this is the fabric of the world. Kaina, I think maybe like a chana or the kana is a base. I'm not sure exactly what this word is, but that in every word of Tyra is actually the light of a Kaddish Baruch who is hidden there. And when I make it my word, it's not just a thought, then it comes out of my breath, right? And, and the word is not lost. It's not that words are ephemeral, it's actually there. In every single word, I'm literally relating and aligning and integrating and incorporating the air of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's, it's, it's a life-changing, it becomes an experience, and it becomes life-changing. Hashem is not asking me back in the text for perfection. What I have to do is fill up my kli. In time, I will develop into a larger kli. But what Hashem is asking me to do is fill up my kli, open myself up as I am, and allow the R in, and then the more you put into the balloon, the bigger it becomes, the more stretched out it becomes, it becomes able to hold much, much more than than you would think. According to the person, the time, the way that he attaches, the recognition, even if I'm not perfect, listen, there, 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 it's undeniable that there is a Shulchan Aruch, that there is Tariq Mitzvahs, there's the Rabbanans, that this is not an excuse for that. This is a question of what are we trying to approach when we approach the mitzvah that's tshuva. Everything else, people, whether or not you do tshuva, you have an obligation tomorrow to do or right now to do 100 mitzvahs. No, 100% of mitzvahs. People, people lose sight of this. I, I I did tshuva and therefore I'm doing this mitzvah. Even if the tshuva is a mitzvah, even if you never do tshuva in your life, right now you still have to do you still have to do the mitzvahs. So if chas v'shalom a person is 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 not careful with Shabbos, even if you never did tshuva over that, you still have to be careful with Shabbos now, right? So so the question what we're addressing is not your obligation to do the mitzvahs. The question is is how do I approach tshuva? Mikol makom tshuva miskabelas. Even if you're not perfect. And then, now yes, again, a kiyom and an indicator of, of the seriousness of your tshuva is the maizim. Uh, let's just see the footnote for a second. Footnote Lamed Vav. I'm actually going to skip to the last, this last paragraph. It says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not asking us to be perfect as far as this idea of tshuva is concerned. The idea, again, is to is to be maratzeh, is to, to strengthen ourselves. The, the ultimate success of anything is in the hand of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A lot of people engage in projects that are, that are successful. They engage in projects, take all the right moves that are not successful. A lot of people don't uh, take all the right moves. And nevertheless, <coughs> the, somehow the result is achieved. Results are in the hands of Akadosh Baruch Hu. We're talking about our avoda, and he says over here, "You look around." I heard once from from our Shimshin Pinkas Satzal. It says in Yoshe B'Seiser, uh, uh, I think Lashon of the Pasuk he pulled Mitzilcha Elif for Vava Minecha Elechalo Yigash, and Pinkas <coughs> said. I look to my left, and there's a, a thousand people that are that are better than me. Well, here I am asking for all of my needs. I'm asking to be better. I'm, I'm at, a, at a significant handicap. So I look to my other side, 
and there's 10,000 people that are better than me. So what hope do I have to, to, to this, to the Kaddish Baruch to this relationship with Hashem, there's people that are doing so much more than me, I can't even open my mouth. And he says, Elecha lo yigash. That has nothing to do with anything. This is the world that you're born into. This is the, there's always going to be people on your left and people on your right. Elecha, it's about Elecha lo yigash. So he says, but Shemayim, they're not looking at you in the context of everybody else. It's not about what you did yesterday. The question is snapshots in time. We're not going to be judged by our Kaddish Baruch Hu necessarily. Think about it like this, for our life. I was 1% good. What it is, is our life is going to be in for argument's sake, one second increments. Every single second I have my avoda. My avoda right now might be defined by where I'm holding because of things I've done in the past. But the question of whether I'm successful right this second is, leaving aside everything that happened in the past, it's not baggage, it's not holding me back. It just defines my avoda now. If unfortunately I put myself in a situation where I've desensitized myself to certain averis, then right now that's going to define my avoda at this snapshot in time. What is my avoda now? Nothing in the past is holding me back. Nobody else is holding me back. The question is, is, for this snapshot in time. And therefore, when I when I look at my life afterwards, it's not going to be I'm 5, 10, 20, 30% good and 70% bad. It could be I was 100% good for 30% of the time. Now, yes, the, the, my situation might involve a virus. My job is different than Moshe Rabbeinu. However, Moshe Rabbeinu's job was to be 100% of his potential, and my job is to be 100% of my potential. We're gauging our faithfulness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how committed we are to, uh, to uh, and how ready we are to to uh to digging in of where we're holding kikamoshes bar mahusup nimis at chuva back in the text he lahashivas halev lashem is barach okay i guess this will take a full hour ubezek kol adam bachol matzav yochol hatzliach velashivel hashem is barach bacholev lahashir lachayosima once we frame chuva like this Every single person has access to tshuva. There's nobody, wherever you're holding, right this second, that can't engage and be successful at 100% at the level of tshuva. And he points out in the note that once a person takes this approach, so then, you know, regardless of whether we're working at something on something that's in the same category of what we were working on last year, a person can definitely see uh, can definitely see progress. Forget about you know where was I last year. Think about where you're holding now compared to where you were holding ten years ago. Are you more mature? Some some of that is just going to be you know life maturity experience. But a, a lot of us will actually turn back and see true progress. Some of us might see less progress, but a person who's a balavoda likely can see a tremendous amount of the way that he relates to things in a different way. Because if you're going to look at, am I perfect? Nobody's perfect. We can be perfect in how much we're hard, hard we're trying, but nobody is going to be perfect and not make mistakes. It's just not the way the Bria is set up. I heard Victor Miller one time say that there's four people, the Gemara, in the last parak, in the first parak at the end, I think, of Bava Kama, Bava Basra, I forget where it is, says there's four people that never sinned. You know who those four people are? Most people don't. Uh, I believe it's Binyamin and Amram and Yishayavi David and Kilav ben David. Most people would not know who those people are. You know why? Because they never sinned. For, that is not our objective. You know what the easiest way to never sin is? The easiest way to not get into an accident is not to leave the garage. Our job is to leave the garage. These people never sinned. That's a wonderful thing. They're not necessarily, they're, they're, these are not our heroes. The people who are our heroes are people who accomplish. 
it's a wonderful thing that they never sinned and halavai uh, that we should be successful in all, all of our endeavors. That's not th- th- these are not the people that we hang on our wall. Actually, it's the people that that, that are most nefesh that accomplish. And sometimes when you need to make an omelet, you break some eggs. So he says we're not looking as far as we're concerned. There's no possibility of perfection. By the way, another way to, to never sin or is never, like we said, is never to engage. The truth is, is that if a person has certain character traits that they have to work on and uh, and they are just in a matzah, which by the way, we don't want to test yourself, but they're just in a matzah where nothing ever resonates in that negative behavior, they've never actually achieved that tikkun. Now, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're tested. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of the world. He'll take care of that for us. Don't you worry. However, uh Shlameless perfection is not is not what our actual goal is. It's perfection in trying, right? A person is engaging at a hundred percent. As I am a carvoy love of Baruch will bring you in. He'll bring you close, and he'll forgive you. Now, again, there's a long footnote that I'm not going to go through now. Footnote Lamed Ches, and again, he 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 can't say it enough. This is not meant to be used as an excuse or a distraction from the idea that Tyra and Mitzvahs and Averis are real, with real consequences, both for oneself and for the Bria, and that we shouldn't chas v'shalom think that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mevater and that our Averis didn't make a difference as long as I talk to Hashem. A hundred percent not. The Digmar is not uh, does not say pleasant things about a person who thinks that a Kodesh Baruch who just lets things go because that's essentially saying that I don't believe that fire burns I don't believe that Averis burn I don't believe that my Averis have real world this world the next world the world at large consequences that's basically that that's just not a Torah outlook that's not MS that's not true not anymore for Averis not anymore for mitzvahs anything that it is what we are saying though is that when a kid when a person rebels against against the king a kid rebels against the father the deep the deeply rooted thing that that was actually the problem is not the manifestation of the particular virus the deep, the thing that needs to be addressed is the rebellion and the misaligned priorities and worldview itself once a person corrects that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself will say, this is where you're holding now, I'll help you clean up the mess that you made. Now that you're literally mamish, they're invested and you're committed and you're being held back in the world, you're, you're in a matzav where there's there's a mess because yesterday you, you you did something that caused this mess. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to come help you give you a fresh start. I'm going to give a kapara. I'm going to give cleanliness. I'll help. I'm going to help clean that up. And therefore, at the, at the end of the note, on the bottom left of the page, he summarizes, in the and to be makabal on a person's self to become close. And then a Kaddish Baruch will help uh, clean up the mess if a person is Zaycha. Okay. Weiter. Which is in line with what we're saying. You, you take that step down the down the uh, fork in the road, and that's, I mean, you're going to get there. Now, along the way, the way you're not holding by certain things. So we say, at the end of Yom Kippur, why are you putting it on HaKadosh Baruch Hu? You, you don't sin because the result is not in our hands. And the truth is, is to get there, uh, I'm not going to be holding by Shlemus or by even what Shlemus is to me now. Once I get there, there'll be a new level of Shlemus I'm not holding by there right now. So I ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, while I'm holding this low level, that I shouldn't be in a situation that I'm going to fall. But that's not the avod of Tshuva. 
Ma, uh, paragraph Vav. What about the Averis that I did already? Ma'am Averis Shavkar Asu. Haram and Asa Lahach Lashes Adam Vaomer Lo Ma'am Mayol Shetashiv Alshav Lashem Yisbarach. How is it going to help if you do tshuva? V'tashchali Yoskarav Elav Halokvar Ein Chatzad Kikvar Pagma Harve Ma'yem Kol Ma'shekvar Hoya. You left the room a pigsty. A per, there, there, there's holes in the wall. You went and you had a fit and you broke a lot of glass. And now you say, Hashem, I'm really, really sorry. I, I wish it was never done. That's great. However, there's a pagam in the world at large and a pagam in yourself. So why don't you clean up all of this mess, which we're incapable of doing essentially, right? You're not going to put the glass back together. Truth is bad. It's a miracle. But the Yitzhahara comes and says, how about this? Why don't you clean up the entire room and then come to me? I'm not interested in hearing, in hearing you know, all of your apologies. I'm not here, interested in hearing anything you say until you're able to figure all this stuff out. There's a mess. In our context, that is not. That is not MS. Part of tshuva is recognizing Hashem's mercy. If that's the approach that you're taking from the Yitz Sahara, then you actually don't understand Rachme Hashem. When a person comes, then they they legitimately, sincerely, authentically want to live a, a life of of chayim, of being attached to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Him chayim, it's chayim. Azayu Yisbarach Menako Meichek. It's a brand new start. Yom Kippur, the Gemara says, is the Gemaratianatinus is one of the happiest days of the year. Could you imagine? I'm not saying it's the easiest day of the year. A fresh, hundred percent start that you get to just drop all of your baggage. Say Shamnu, Bagadnu. These are verbs. These are things I did. It's not who I am. We say Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I need a kapara. I want to go forward. Judge me for who I am, not what I did. That is a fresh start. As I use Baruch Menako Melchus Avera Vahayfech Hakolatayva, and everything literally now. The, the truth is, is that some of the averus that I did might even be exactly the momentum I need to go positive. Before, and I had no relationship with something. Now I see how serious it is. I, I'm going to make it darim. I'm, it's going to actually be the cause of my relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We shouldn't do averus, but that will actually be Latoiva. And he references over here in the footnote, I, I just want to finish his piece, uh, the, the idea of believing in the Kayach HaTshuva and uh, the idea of B'mokam Shabali Tshuva Omdem Ein Tzadikim Gemurim Omdem um, and the unbelievable side dice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, that, that the person does Tshuva Me'ava, Zoychash is Doinais, Nasais, Laikis, Chuyais, but a person can never get held back by thinking that his Tshuva is not, uh, that there's no place for Tshuva and, and you know, he, he dug himself in a hole too deep. Again, if we get used to thinking about our life as a series of snapshots in time, the question is, is leaving, my Avoda now can be defined by what happened in the past, but it's not held back by that. Right now, what is the task at hand? And can I, can I just knock it out of the park for right now? Can I be the Gadol Hadar? If right now I was the Gadol Hadar in my matzav, if I was 100% in my matzav, you know what I would be doing? I would be putting on tefillin, even though I miss Shachris. I don't know. Again, these are lofty concepts. What does it mean that in this shayra in, in this month, the Yud Gimel Midas Rachamim or Mizgala? Yes, originally, but in other words, it came into the Bria. The access to just 
transcending and going beyond uh, what was naturally possible, you know, digging deeper, as it were, than, than whatever altitude any Avera is on, is uh, what was... Was just during Elul, during this time, during Yemei Ratzon, there were people earlier, Chumash personalities that we know did, did Averis and did Shuvah, but the, even even earlier than Yud Gimel Midas Rachman, also in the Chumash, but uh, the Yud Gimel Midas Rachman was Mizgal and Shuvah, Shalide Yodam, Hashem is Baruch Mestakel, Ala Pnimius Hatoyve Shalonu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is willing to not look at the baggage, not look at the, the Shmutz that we put on top of ourselves, but rather to go deeper into our Pnimius, which is Echelik El Kamimal, Valya Ratzon Hatar Shalonu Latzis Michli. Sometimes that rut sign is even stronger. We did the Bena Mitzaram piece, which, by the way, jibes very well with Ellie. You can go back and listen to the Bena Mitzaram piece also on this podcast. Um, a person sometimes more more at that point of separation realizes how much the, how much it means to him and therefore through this we can come to the embrace of the lap of the Melech after we have this charata, it shouldn't leave to, lead to atzvus. It, it should be cathartic, right? Uh, in other words, a, a person now has charata, they feel cleansed. Right? People could say they had a good cry. Right? Sometimes there needs to be a, a person has charata. This is our strength. This is our this is our fortress. This is uh, this is doing tshuva besimcha, not to avoid uh, crying, as it were, whether they're wet tears or not. Not to avoid harata, not to avoid our ma'isim, but understanding not just the sequencing, but the structure, the mitzvah of tshuva, and how we it's open and available to everybody, and a person shouldn't talk themselves out of it and talk themselves out of momentum, and that even the smallest thing, you know, one of the uh, one of the things is, is that. Even if something happens one percent of the day, that can actually affect a hundred percent of your mood. The, the the minority of actions, a person doesn't have time. They're working hard. They're not in yeshiva. They say, "What can I do?" It's elul. The smallest things that you do can change a hundred percent of your perspective. These are things that, if you focus on it for uh, uh, even just start with a few minutes, whether it's talking to Hashem in your own words, thinking about goals, just listing out goals. Right? If Amir uh, Shem, this is where I hope to be a year from now and then and then to put that on one side of the paper on the other side of the paper say if i do everything i'm doing and keep the momentum going and just keep on going forward without changing a thing here's where i will actually be a year from now vis-a-vis the goals that are on the other side of the page and then taking some action steps. It, again, it has to result in actions. This is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking for from us. And Ani Ledaidi V'daidi Li. The summary. Hashem Yisbarach Nimtza Imanu V'ayei V'aysanu Tamid. Ki hu roya b'chol Yehudi. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is accessible to us. And He loves us. Rak es ha-chelek ha-pnimi ha-toiv we're talking about this relationship with our 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 uh, you think I'm not good enough? That's only the chitzonius, the 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 pnimius, the the neshama, the chelik elakami mal, the yisrael varais of a kuchabrichu. That's literally intrinsically integrated, tied into Hakadosh Baruch Hu to Taira. There's nothing standing in the way of that. 
uh, we have to remove the out, we have to do something to make that resonate, we have to broaden our kli, that's accessible to us based on this entire piece. Every father is not looking to push their son away, and, and maybe there's even the sometimes what's appropriate for a parent to do is have to uh make certain moves because you know as much as we want to love everybody sometimes if you give off the wrong impression and you're either condoning certain behaviors or you're going to do something that's actually going to put the person in the worst matzah sometimes a, a person let's say with addicts this happens there has to be intervention. A person has to do sur meirah. There's a lot of things I have to do. But really what the father wants is closeness in every matzav, not to do pushing these things away. It's the Yitzhahara that says that Hashem is rejecting us. It's sheker. It's something that because of our matzav might have the appearance of actually what's going on, but it, it actually has, there's, there's no kiyom to that idea. It's a sheker gomor. Let's see. Uh, no, ma'am. Uh, din is not kas. If a person breaks something, you're in the supermarket, something drops, and you say, I'm st- sorry, I have to clean it up. They Maybe they'll say that you have to pay for it. That's not the same as getting angry at somebody. In that context, let's leave aside, like, you know, somebody, you do somebody that, that thing to that you have a relationship with. If all of a sudden, you know, you're in the supermarket, you brush up against something and falls on the floor, you go over and you say, listen, it wasn't really my fault. I don't want to pay for it. And they say, there's nothing we can do. You have to pay for it. Um, and we're even going to make you clean it up. And you say, okay, I'll do what I have to do. And then the manager starts screaming at you. Be like, why are you angry? Anger is not the same as just the consequence. Now, we're not going to get into this idea about, you know, anthropomorphisms in the Torah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not, doesn't get angry at us. I mean, what causes the emotion of anger anyway? Anger is, you know, when, when the, my a certain emotional reaction, when something doesn't meet my expectations. These things are not applicable to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We apply certain terms. There, there are times in the Torah, but to the meters of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and again, that that's an entirely different discussion. But from for our purse, purpose, Hakadosh Baruch Hu el Ava Mechusa. Hakadosh Baruch Hu has an Ava. Now, yeah, it's also an interesting discussion. Once we're saying that Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have emotions, as it were, so the same way there's no Kas, you know, how can there be an Ava? That is a brilliant question that I almost didn't want to bring up. We're not going to talk about it right now, but I think at the almost simplest, simplest level, um, when we relate to Ava, what, what, what do we say? Ava, the famous of Dessler, Hav means to give. Ava is alignment, investment, v'alfarecha kamocha. Ava is unity and yichud with something, right? The example, if I do a project, build a model, paint a painting, and it gets destroyed, I'm very, very sad, right? If you say, listen, I have one that's exactly the same, you can't tell a difference, I painted it, it means nothing to me. I'm not going to hang that one on the wall. It's when I invest of myself, there's a yichud over there. So I think that what we could say just at the most simplest level, just to, you know, address uh, at the outside of the question, we, do, we keep on saying the statement, that the world was created, Rosh Hashanah is when mankind was created, not, not when the world was created, that when we when we learn Torah, we fulfill the tachlis of the world. Uh, that so so therefore the Ava Hakadosh Baruch we we are beyichud with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We are totally aligned with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, keeps us aligned with Him. It's the, we're the ones who create those barriers, and therefore none of these other things get in the way. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is not going to reject Klal Yisrael because Klal Yisrael is intrinsically aligned with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Everything else. 
everything else is like a dissonance. It's not who we are. It's it, it, it's a it's a poor fit. You know, I had a. Uh, if you'll appreciate this this uh, story, I had a. Uh, if you've ever seen one of those glass kettles, they have plastic tops. Okay, they they whistle when the water boils, when the water is ready. Years ago, I was in somebody's house. I've used this analogy before, actually. I was in somebody's house, and they didn't want the water to boil. They didn't want it to whistle. It was Shabbos. So they took the cap of the kettle out, and instead of leaving it firmly in the kettle so that the water would boil and it would whistle, they left it sort of, you know, halfway in. They sort of tilted the cap so that there would be more room for the steam to go out, and therefore the water would not come to a, to a full-out boil, and that it wouldn't. Uh, and the cap melted. And they said, you know, it must be a faulty cap. The plastic is, is messed up. And I was looking at it for a second, and, you know, I suggested the cap is designed for the air to flow through it so that the heat is not going to build up. And then ultimately, as the heat, the, the steam goes through it, it'll whistle even when the water is actually boiling. When you took the cap and you put it at an angle, there's not a, the, the water is not going through the channel so that it's going to whistle. There's actually a buildup of heat, even though the water is not boiling against the plastic, which the plastic can't handle, and therefore it melted. The, the cap is not faulty, it's misaligned. When we do a virus, we, there's a distance with us and there's a distance with the world. It causes additional friction, this gullus, etc. The Klal Yisrael is set up to be a Kli for Taira, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. That is where things are aligned. That is where the world is functioning as it should. When we do other things and then the Yitzhahara comes and says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to accept you, keep going in the wrong direction. It's not how the Bria is set up. It's Sheker Gamor. So the note continues. When we say there is going to be a time of din because we realigned our clean, there's a buildup, and there might actually punish be punishment. That's not kas. That's ava machusa. There's a yichud there. There's an alignment. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu really wants there to be a kli for that ava. Sometimes there need to be bumpers to put the, the ball back in the middle. Now the. Uh, Bays, we're in the we're in the sikum, we're in the summary. Mahusachuva, so we started off saying that that our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu is based on the Panemius, that when the Yitzhahara says that we can't do tshuva and realign ourselves with where we're at, that's Sheker Gamar. Then we say paragraph Bays in the summary, the decision, the absolute decision to return to Hashem, Lachayim so this decision whether we've been discussing to return to Kaddish Baruch Hu, to realign our priorities, our goals, um, our relationship. The Maisim can't be ignored. They just come after the decision and the relationship. But the Maisim are definitely an indication about whether or not we have this relationship. And, you know, similar earlier on to the example that we gave in physics, the, the, whether or not this manifests in action is a very good indicator of whether or not we are for real, as they say. And if a person is not 
actually taking any action steps, then there's something lacking in their um, their moon in the process and their uh, you know their commitment and their the reality of of, uh, of the relationship and everything we've been discussing. And Kabbalah's Taivais, we said earlier, should be relationship-based things that are in line with this, but it's also Tafasta. They also have to be small because if we're really trying to change, affect the change, they have to be the types of things that are going to accomplish that. It's not just that small steps because I can't, I'm not up to big steps. It's because that big steps actually won't accomplish the change. The way to make something bend is little by little to start molding it. Also, also, but in line with this, the Kabbalists, where you just all of a sudden say, I'm going to be perfect tomorrow, actually are a misunderstanding of what the purpose of the Tshuva and the Kabbalah is. The point of Tshuva, again, yes, you have to be, you have to be keeping all halacha. The point of the Kabbalah and Tshuva is not to be perfect, as we explained in length. Baruch wants to be wants us to be perfect in our commitment, um, and uh, that we should have a desire and a yearning. The nature of what the Kabbalists we do should not just be like you know little uh, you know details. They're things that fit the paradigm what we've been discussing. And he says over here in the note that what would be examples of some Kabbalists. And again, it's not as easy as it sounds, but there are tools. I find the Kutet Tefillah is very helpful. Um, but it could be Tehillim. It could be anything. Go through an English Tehillim. I've done, done this before. And you come out with the five Kapitlach. You say, these are my five Kapitlach. These speak to me. And by the way, six months later, you're at a different stage of life. You go back through. You come up with a totally different five. And you say, these speak to me. Tehillim is the universe of human emotion and circumstances and everything that we need to relate to. Say, a, find one Pasuk. It doesn't have to be a Kapitlach. Find one Pasuk that you say, this just encapsulates how I feel. You can make a list of 10 of them or whatever. And then just say that Pasuk and use that as a platform to talk to Hashem. One Kabbalah is a few minutes a day speak to Hashem. Another Kabbalah he says is to uh, have a kvias and a limud from a sefer that's, that uh, awakens a person. Now, this doesn't mean necessarily going cover to cover. This could be, you know, find something that lights you up, find a paragraph and engage in that limud that's going to wake you up. But these are the types of Kabbalahs. Kshachuva, uh, these will lead to other things also. Now, last paragraph. Kshachuva nasis both and nachan as I'm a mela adam bala simcha. This will bring a person to simcha. Kevan shalidat chuva adam is karav mi yadla shemiz barach. Vudavak ba yis barach me mela mochach shi yargish yargish sameach viragua. Kia kravas ha kravala shemiz barach me sena simcha vishalva. A person who does tshuva in the way that we're describing is moving 100% in the right direction. They're utilizing 100% of their emotional capacity and it will, Amir Tashem, lead to maizim, but there's a certain satisfaction with knowing that you made the right decision. When a person is besuffic, a person has a lot of, you know, they're, they're not sure, they're in obscurity, they know that they're not doing what they should be doing. There's a darkness over there. When Once a person commits, even before they actually do those action items, which have to come along, there's a certain satisfaction and a certain feeling settled. Even if Prince actions are not yet Bashlamus, this does not uh, does not hinder what we're discussing. What we're dealing with is the snapshot in time right this second that we find ourselves in, and that is Kafi where we're holding with our past, with our future, with our surroundings, with everything that we're dealing with. There, the fact that we have not yet uh, fulfilled 100% of where a person could be holding is not ma'akev at all in this element of tshuva. 
Um, again, this is coming against the entire length of the piece, so we're not uh, flushing, re- revisiting the, the just uh, you know bullet points. When a person does this, a per- it doesn't lead to atzvus; rather, it leads to simcha. Because a person is now accomplishing their tafkid. That the yitzhar is trying to lead you in the wrong path. The yitzhar, you think it's the yitzhar type. There's a piece that I'm sure more of them. Uh, all the way at the end of the uh, of Taira Aleph, Nakuta Maran, it mentions that the yitzhar comes across as the uh, as, as taking the higher road. This is what the yitzhar is telling you that you need to be perfect. If person uh, a person that goes down this path, the Yitzhar is him down a path of perfection that will necessarily lead to atzvus and giving up. That we should believe what I forget the Yitzhar, what Hashem is telling us, his arms are open for us to come running to his embrace. And Mir uh, Hashem, there's a few pieces I would like to uh, just uh, calendar issues or Ella or Hashem Kippur. Let's see if we can uh, we'll see how, to, how it's received. If people are interested, or have to got it behind a little bit in Likud Maran, but uh, if, uh, if 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 we we can get some of these more up, I would love actually if you could uh, shoot me an email. M R U B I N two one four M Ruben two fourteen at gmail.com. I would love to hear uh, the reaction to these pieces.